family, you're tuning in to the Jimmy Bonds podcast on Philadelphia Radio. Pardon any technical difficulties as we are recording live on the Zoom platform. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jimmy. Lights, camera, action. Some people thought I quit and I ain't giving satisfaction. From a different era, writing rhymes up on napkins. What you had to say was more important, man, than trapping. Yeah, I'm talking back and speaking the contemporary. What's good, family? And welcome to another episode of Jimmy Bond's Podcast on Philadelphia Radio. This episode is sponsored by Major Flavor Catering. I'm your host, Jimmy Bonds, along with my co-host, Ty T.Y. What's good, Ty? How you feeling? All good in the neighborhood, live from the 215, JB. Live from the 215, and you know I can't forget my other co-host and lovely Miss Lucy. What's up, Lucy? How you doing, mama? I'm feeling good. I'm ready for tonight. How about y'all? I'm feeling good, ready for the night, ready for the night. I don't know if they're ready for the night, Lucy. I know we ready, but I don't know if they ready for it. Lucy, like, she fired up for this Listen, one. Yeah, she, yeah, she ready to get it. If you talked to her yesterday, <laughs> boy, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Anyway, Sorry, because when me and Jimmy was talking last night, <laughs> my eyes is open. <laughs> <laughs> But listen, family, remember you can call us with your comments and questions at 844-844-1244. Again, that's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. It's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. Remember, family, you can also follow us on Instagram at Jimmy Bonds Podcast, on Twitter at Podcast Bonds. Make sure you follow Jimmy, make sure you join the Jimmy Bond Podcast Facebook group. Let's continue to open a dialogue. Moving right along, family. Also, my fault. Remember, you please, please, please go subscribe to our YouTube page, Jimmy Bond Podcast YouTube page, as well as Philadelphia Radio YouTube page. Let's get it going. Get some subscribers up. Let's get it popping. Anyway, family, moving right along tonight, tonight, tonight. We got a very, very interesting and open topic discussion. And the discussion is going to be about two organizations that are very much affiliated with the black community. Both of them have one. One has a lot, a lot longer history than the other, but both have a very influential part within the black community today. And those two organizations we're going to talk about are going to be the NAACP, as well as Black Lives. What I wanted to do to kick it off on this first segment, we're going to talk about NAACP, and I wanted to talk about that first because, you know, they have they have a longer history. They have a longer track record. Their, their name, you know, as far as being open in the black community, as far as even just, you know, them being our, our voice in a sense, which in a lot of ways they try to, you know, take claim that they are. They are the ones that have been around for the longest. They're the civil rights era. They are the 70s. They are the 80s. They are the 90s, the 2000s, all of it. They are all of it. So um, I think organization has been around. Tell how long the organization been around, you know, bro? They started in 1909, and they was incorporated in 1911. 1909 and incorporated in 1911. That is over 100 years. That's a that's an organization that's been around for over 100 years. Do, do you know, people don't know what the NAACP stands for. What does it stand for, Ty? National Association for the Advancement of Colored People. National Association for the Advancement of Colored People. Colored. Loose. We still color. Loose. Loose. A hundred years later, they are still using the exact we same still name. Colorful. <laughs> <laughs> We's colored. 
I mean, I mean, the thing about the thing that really shocks me the most is just that they are still operating, I guess, in the same way as they did a hundred years ago. And in in a sense, they're also they're, when I say operating, I don't mean operating in, in a as far as business wise. They operate as an organization that represents the people of color. Now, that's what they were trying to say. I guess that's what colored people is. But you know what I mean. It, it's it makes you think about the impact this organization has made, and you know, even growing up, it has it's lost its for me rather growing up, it's lost its its. I don't know anything about NAACP. When I say I don't know anything about them, of course I did my research, but I'm saying like I don't I don't see them as prominent within our community as they once were back in back in the 40s and the 50s, right? Nor do I see them more prominent within the hoods and things that I that I've even been in to see like I don't I don't know nothing about what they do. I mean, they used to be so, you know, for the for black people, but now all of a sudden it's like, what are they for? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What are they for? So I'm gonna go to loose first. Loose, you know. I know you did your, your your research on on NAACP. Tell me what your impressions is. What your impression rather is of the organization today? I mean, to be honest, there's really no impression. Um, I feel as though um, the only thing that we do see from the NAACP when they do those um, image awards, um, and they kind of shout out like you know black people who are doing philanthropy, things of that nature. I feel like today that's all we know of NAACP. We don't really know exactly what they're doing. Like I said about you know in the civil rights era when they were like actually protesting and actually giving people their justice or putting them in the forefront. Um, if they were, uh, you know, going to jail for certain petty crimes or whatever the case may be at that era. But now today, they're just giving out awards, you know, it's something to talk about. It's just a name to say we're still out here. We're still relevant, but we don't know what the relevance, the relevancy is, actually. So it's like, OK, that's a nice little shiny award. But uh, what are we doing here? <laughs> That, that's what I'm saying. It's a nice shiny award. Congratulations. We as a black organization are now commending other black people for doing doing the right things. Way to go. This is great. This is great. Basically, thank you for being black. And here's a trophy. <laughs> the trophy for being black. Just give it away. You black, you get a trophy today. Go ahead. <laughs> like, and I'm not, I'm not trying to, you know, first of all, I, w- I want to give this disclaimer, okay? I don't want to negate any of the good things they have done. I don't. I'm this is not the point of this podcast. I want to, I want us to try to bring attention to what is happening to or rather, not even what's happening how they are are going to these particular organizations to be our voice. And they're not our voice. They're, they don't represent us. Even their causes don't represent us. How they operate don't represent how we operate. And I mean, we, I mean, you know, right people that are doing the correct thing. I mean, the amount of money these organizations get, some people might think that's not a lot of money. It is a lot of money. They get a lot of money each year, whether it's through fundraising or it's through, through donations or I mean, basically the same thing, but through donations, through corporate donations. I mean, any of this, all of this is, it's almost like, it feels like a farce. You know what I'm saying, Ty? It feels like it's, it's it, they're just, you know, how to keep their organization afloat is their main purpose and in, 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 in it all. It's not about trying to, the, for the betterment of the people, it's just to get their cause, whatever that cause is, to be in the forefront of legislation. That's what it feels like. You know what I mean? It's not about, yo, let's make improvements. 
somehow, some way, we need to find a way to stop having these black people kill black people. Somehow, we need to be able to, you know, like they talk about they put money in schools, but shoot, no, no schools see it. You know what I mean? Like, how much money you put in the schools, and what kind of impact is that making? You don't see that anywhere on their website, nowhere. So, and and Lucy, you brought up a good point. The fact that you don't know about what they're doing is the same way so many other people research I've done. They talk the same way. I don't know what they're doing exactly. I don't know exactly the the the, the I guess. I guess the causes or the mission that they're doing, I don't have a clue, nor do I know about the amount of money that they get. I'll give you an example. I was reading, I was reading an article back in 2004, right? About how the NAACP apparently now has 500,000 members, right? And people didn't know that, but that's the same membership they had in 1946. So what does that tell you? No, you mean every time five? No, that that means that means that they have not changed. I guess in the public realm, they have not changed what it is they've done. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, tell how you feel about this. I can go on forever, bro. How you feel about just the NAACP and what's your impression of them? So again, my personal disclaimer is I don't believe in the word black, but for the sake of the conversation, I'm going to use black and talking about us. Now with the NAACP, let me just take you back to the beginning of the NAACP. And the turn of the century, there were a lot of interracial flings going on. So you had a lot of interracial babies coming into the world, a right. lot of them during this time. Right. And so what uh, European activists did was they got together and decided to create a school so that their children can. In the turn of the 19th century, there were a lot of interracial kids being born because of interracial flings taking place. So what the European activists at that time did was they got together to build a school so that their children can go to. So out of this came the NAACP. So when they started off, they had board members, but they only had one brother on their board. I'm gonna read off the board members' names real quick, okay? Go ahead. It's gonna look like my neck is stiff. Check this out, all right. So the national president for the NAACP in 1911 was a gentleman by the name of Moorfield Story from Boston. The chairman of the executive committee was a gentleman by the name of William English Walling. The treasurer was John E. Milholland, a prominent New York Republican. The dispersing treasurer was Oswald Garrison Villiard. And if you research him, you'll find a lot of information that's disturbing about this whole organization. The executive secretary was a lady by the name of Frances Blaskower. She was eventually removed of a year later because her and W.E.B. Du Bois had problems with each other. Okay. Okay. And finally, the last person who was the director of publicity and research was W.E.B. Du Bois. He was the only brother on the committee at that time. Uh, okay. So people the don't only know one. That. Yes, w he was the only one. W.E.B. Du Bois was the only person on the NAACP. Started off, board. yes. Yes. That's an interesting fact. So their, their charter or their charter at that time and their mission stated this, to promote equality of rights and eradicate caste or race prejudice among citizens of the United States, to advance the interests of colored citizens, to secure for them impartial suffrage. And suffrage is basically another word for women being able to vote. 
and to increase their opportunities for securing justice in the courts. Education for their children, employment according to their, excuse me, employment according to their ability and complete equality before the law. Hold on. The Jewish community contributed greatly to the NAACP's founding and continued financing. Jewish historian Howard Satchar wrote in his book, A History of Jews in America, that in 1914, a professor by the name of Joe Springham of Columbia University became chairman of the NAACP and recruited for its board such Jewish leaders, such as Jacob Schiff, Jacob Bilikoff, and Rabbi Stephen. So as you can see, although it may say black and colored and it's for the black people, but it's actually put together, run, operated by Europeans. Like they created this organization for themselves, in a sense. For their children to go to school, yes. Yeah, they, they created this organization to fight for something. And, and today, it's something completely different. It's not the same. It's not, well, it's definitely, it's definitely not what we thought it was from, from the history of it. You know, well, I, didn't th- I didn't think it was that. You know, you can look at, you can look at so many things. They're, they're for the black cause, but yet they take major donations from corporations. You know what I'm saying? They take major donations from corporations. They take, they have within, uh, at least, at least within from the mid nineties, they have taken millions of dollars from corporations on wall street. And they have, you know, to, now I guess for them, what they were saying, they wanted to fight to get more black people, um, you know, on, with, on management positions. They wanted to, you know, do X, Y, Z and bring a cause to the injustice of, of black people not having the same opportunities. But in a sense, they profited off of that. Now, you talk about a nonprofit organization as they are, clearly, clearly they have made money from this. You know what I'm saying? Lucy, when you visited their website, what, what was the one thing that you saw on there consistently that you that we were like, what in the world? Like each page had what on it? So you can go on any aspect of the website, right? You can, you just say, hey, let me just click the home page. Let me scroll down. Let me go to the left and right. The thing you always said, I mean, the thing you always saw anytime the mouse was moving was donate. Donate, 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 Lucy. <laughs> If you got lost in the page, you knew how to donate. <laughs> but what baffled me when we did the testing on a donate was they had a $25 minimum to donate. They don't want that grassroots, they don't want that grassroots money. They can care less about that. Oh, your little five dollars. Nah, we don't need your five dollars. <laughs> you can go keep that money that you get every week. No, I'm I'm cool. You go ahead. Unless it's 50, $25 or more, we, we don't accept it. That's not what we're doing. That's not what we're doing. And, you know, they'll, they'll make some excuses. Well, it costs us more money to, you know, pay for the organizations, the in-between companies that, that allow you to donate. Like, no, y'all want what y'all want. You know what I'm saying? That's like the pastor getting up in front of the church and being like, y'all not putting enough in the collection plate, pretty much. That's what it's saying, right? I mean, I, I'm just thinking more along the lines of, of two things. A, where's that money going? And B, how come you don't want to tell people how much money you, you really have? You know what I'm saying? Back back in the early 90s, they were real and they were like $3 million in the red. After like 96, they started having a surplus. They started being back, back in the black. And that's because the president and chairman at that time took major, corp- major corporate corporation money. They took major corporate money. But we don't look at the NAACP like that. We look at them like, hey, 
they're you know they or rather they promote themselves as a great organization they promote themselves as being so intertwined within the community and it's like i don't see y'all i don't know y'all i don't i, I don't i've never come across anybody that's like i'm part of the NAACP i mean even just my regular people like i from fraternities and everything else people are not a part of it but yet all of their accounting and all of their numbers are kept in house they don't want to share that with the public and why you think that is why do you think that is you know what i'm saying Ty? why you think it is would you say lucy i'm sorry i'm gonna say money laundering it, it, it might as well be it it, <laughs> it might as well be money laundering because it's I, I don't know i like i said i i ain't seen a basketball court in the community I ain't seen a, a football field. I ain't seen a, a after school program. I ain't seen none of that. I ain't seen I none of that. Advancement uh, for the color people yet. I'm just saying, I, in listen, this day and age. In this day and age, then, you know, wasn't that wasn't my time period of seeing what could have happened in that era. But you read so much things that they've done back then. Yeah. As of today, 2022, I can't say I have seen things that said sponsored by the NAACP or something that is promoting or scholarship that's promoting certain use. I'm not saying that they don't do it, but you don't see it advocated in the community. You don't see when you talk about historical black colleges, how many colleges are losing funding. This is where these organizations should step in and, that's and start what, helping the gaps in the funding. And that's what you thought. But instead, they're out there fighting legislation about people, I guess, getting better jobs or whatever whatever they want to fight their cause or their mission is for at that time. It's not about improvement or advancement, because if it was about advancement, a lot of us, would be, this would be a whole different conversation. I, I'd shut the hell up if they was doing some things that people recognize or notice. I wouldn't even be talking about it. But at the end of the day, they're not. You know, and and it's kind of like it, it just makes you think. I mean, Ty, what you, what you think, Ty? How, how you feel about that, man? All right. So, again, once you go back to their charter, if you read through their charter, it clearly states that to advance the interests of colored citizens, these colored citizens that they're talking about are the interracial kids that are being born. They're not talking about black people in general. They're talking about the interracial kids that are being born. That's what their charter is about and that's who it's for. So when we're talking about they're not doing nothing for the black community, it's because they can't change their original charter, which states that they're supposed to look out for the colored citizens, which are the interracial kids. That's who they're fighting for, that's who they're for, that's who they fight for equal white rights for, for the interracial kids, to increase their opportunities for securing justice in the courts education for their children that's the key one right there because at the time blacks went to their school the whites went to their school yeah where did the interracial kids go to yeah exactly exactly so they had to create schools for the inter interracial children and that's why this corporation came about and it was started by the europeans or white people coming together and forming it so what they did was just bring black people along and put them in the forefront to make it look like it's being run by black people, but it's okay. actually being run by the activists. Okay, so that, that's a good point because I bring up this point. Have you ever seen, like back in the day when the NAACP was real like prominent, the people that they had representing the organization were, were brown paper bag people? Yes. Am I right or am I wrong? Yeah, you're right, yes. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they didn't have dark chocolate people like me and Lucy on there. And Ty, you might not even fit either. They didn't have us on there as, as representation. 
a little dark, man. It's got to stay in the sun a little bit. Little salt, <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Paper <But> bag. <laughs> see, see how we get. <laughs> so I don't want to play with you like that. I know, right? Only our people can go for paper bag, light skinned chicken, you know what I mean? Dark skinned chicken. You know what I mean? <laughs> you want? White meat or dark meat? Which one you want? Which one you want? You, you tell me which one you want. That's how, that's how we separate everything, right? Oh, man. But I, I mean, it, I mean like, and we can laugh about this. And this is, you know, this isn't to talk about in the sense of this organization is, is crap. Like, no, that's not what I'm saying. That's no, Jimmy, it is crap. It is. No, it is for real. Because they're doing nothing. Y'all said it. Y'all said they're doing nothing for us. Yeah. And they're not going to either. They are crap. I mean, I mean, Ty, I, I was trying. I was trying to be as as apolitical as I could on it, but no. I mean, the fact nope. of the matter is, you're right. Like, no, they are complete garbage when it comes to taking care of of, of the things that they say they take care of. And you know, in, in the grand scheme of things, it makes you think that like it's, it's it's all a ruse. It's it's all a fraud. It's all like like Lucy said, they they scammers. They re- they for real scammers. And I mean, just even one article when I was reading this article. One thing that they, one thing that this bull Dennis C. Hayes said was pretty much, "We'll take your money today, and we'll sue you tomorrow." <laughs> yeah. Okay. That that's that's the that's the philosophy of it. It's we get this corporate money because that's that's really what what pays because you know the grassroots they can care less about. That's what pays that corporate money. We get this corporate money. We present with corporate organizations. We show we show with unity between us and those organizations, and it will prove that that they're doing that these organizations are doing that they're serving the black community or they're serving the community of color. That's what that's what it, it represents. But it's it's just marketing. It's not the truth. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And when you when you open your eyes to that, and that's why you know the next second we're gonna get to the goodies, the goody goody, the goody goody, because I think people need to know about this. When you open your eyes to it. I mean, we could be angry about it. People can be like, you know, like what would you say, Lucy? What you say yesterday, Lucy? Fuck black people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Fuck like, all of them. Fuck every <laughs> last one of them. <laughs> I knew she was gonna go in. Yo, I'm just, I'm I just because to me, at the end of the day, I feel as though although we're all, you know, making light of it because it's it does has its you know opportunities to improve, but at the end of the day, it's really sad. It's just like I'm I have to even come at myself because I never took the time to say, hey, what is the NAA? Like I saw when we spoke, Jimmy, I said, I never took the time to say, I knew what NAACP growing up in school and, you know, you do your own research because you kind of technically at the time we had to do our history, right? So I kind of just fell on the shoulders and saying, hey, you know, they're standing for us. So, you know, I know they should be doing the right thing. And then when you really start looking in certain stuff and then you seeing scandals and you're seeing like people not found out of rest, it's like, wow, this is a scam. Yeah, <laughs> it's a major scam. It's disheartening because this is a representation when people think of like black excellence, right? And I and I know Ty, I know I know the word, but you but people look at black excellence, they kind of they would start looking at these organizations like what can we, you know relate to black people and the NAACP. That'll be like one of the first big things. And then to see these things occur or to, to hear that they're not really advancing the colored people, it's just interesting for me. You said the key word right there, the black excellence, and they feel as though 
these black people that are a part of the NAACP have the answers, but they're put there because they have a psychopathic racial identity. That's what it is. It's a psychopathic racial identity, and it's coming from the psychopaths that created the system in the first place. And then they take on a psychopath's mindset, and they're just doing psychopathic shit. Yeah, and, you see what I'm saying? And 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 Ty, you said it best because if anything, when I think about them today, they have mimicked the same things that other organizations have done. Yeah, they do not create their own. They follow the same creed. They follow the same blueprint. I would say, and they make it seem as though that we're just supposed to go along with it. You know, mm-hmm. y'all just be cool with it. And and I'm not and I'm not trying to go with the NAACP and just be like this is the only organization. There are several organizations like this across the board. I don't care if you're talking about the Urban League or even what's what's Al Sharpton's organization's name. What's the name of that organization, Ty? What, uh, whatever uh, the name uh, of his. I forgot. Uh, whatever the name of Al Sharpton's yeah. organization is, and, and you know, I, I'm I'm saying that because I just don't think it's important. That man been chasing people around for years. When something go down, it don't seem like he making no changes. All he doing is looking for stories to get in front of the cameras. And I mean, I watch I watch MSNBC all the time. I see that man all the time, and he's from that era. If, if he's not yeah. from it, he's right before, right after, rather. So I'm I'm saying more than anything else, like this is this is what they have built for us to follow. This is what they this is the example they have set. Black excellence is let's look for let's look for organization. Oh, the NAACP look like a good organization. They some good looking black folks. They do some good <laughs> things. They they follow what they follow what we do. They're not trying to rebel against how we're operating. They're trying to go with the norms exactly, which is why this conversation had to be done because. Going with going with the norms doesn't get us anywhere. We have always talked about creating our own and having our own establishments, having our own places to do business, which we've had before. But you would think that end up organizations like NAACP will be fighting to get that back, and they're not. They're putting us. They're just making it as a, as a situation where we are we are victims of our own circumstances, and they're profiting off of it. And that's the way I feel about them. And I don't mean to, to dog them like that, or even no dog them, man, dog them. And I, I'm, you know, I'm reason why I say I don't mean to. I'm really just trying to state facts. I'm trying to state that, and some people might say it's the obvious, but a lot of people in the black community do not pay attention to this stuff. We just, we just bypass it like it's whatever. And I know we got our bills and we got our life and we got things going on and this and that. I know, I understand. Shit, I do too. At the end of the day, if you're gonna let these people represent you. I mean, look, them bills ain't going nowhere, as I always say. It's, uh, me and Lucy was talking about it yesterday. Them bills don't care whether you black, white, Asian, Hispanic. If your name is on that bill, you don't pay that joint. They cutting the lights. So I don't want th- this is nothing about that. I'm talking about they. This organization has represented us for for a whole fucking century, a century. <laughs> they have represented us, and no longer am I gonna sit around and be like, yeah, this cool, yeah, this is whatever. Like, no, stop the bullshit. We are here to say that it's not about what you're doing. There has to be something different. It's antiquated. It doesn't work. It's not getting us anywhere. So what are we gonna do now? You know what I mean? And that's that's really what I'm trying to figure out along along the whole along the whole spectrum is what are we gonna do? Because these organizations exist, and to be honest, they have a monopoly on how, on, on other people trying to pop up their own organizations. You know what I'm saying? If you're not part of NAACP, we can't help you out. You can't get our networking stream. Like that's what that's this is what I'm saying. They have control of even the advocacy that these people need out in the real world. They have control of it because they think nobody wants to, wants to focus on that. Black people are dying every day from gun violence. Every day. I don't see them anywhere near that. 
I'm not talking about the policeman shooting anybody. I'm talking about us in our community. Black people die every day. And there is no NAACP at these funerals that the moms have, that these grandmas have to go to every week, that these, these brothers and sisters lose their lost ones. They're not there. They're not there at all. So at the end of the day, I'm feeling like, and I know I'm ranting, I'm going in on it, but I'm just feeling like this has to be said. Y'all not paying attention. And I'm sorry you're not paying attention, but please, for God's sake, wake up. Know that it's going, it has to be different. Something has to change. It has to change. It's, it's, we're not going to get anywhere. You know what I mean? I mean, I would I sit around white folks all day and I know what they think of us. I know exactly what they think of us, but I, I don't want them thinking about NAACP. That that's what represents us. OK, that's what I'm saying. Well, what, what do they think about, Jimmy? Oh, what shoot. do they think about you know, when they you think know what of they think us? About, they, 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 <laughs> they, probably, they probably thinking, you know, like, you know, he, he didn't had a hard time coming up. He didn't. You know, he, he he lives in the hood. He does. He eats a lot of fried chicken. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, listen, I know the stereotypes. I'm just saying, like, like I'm not. And it's not for me to prove anybody wrong about the stereotypes. That's not my job. It's not my job to be. I have to be an exceptional black man every day because if I mess up, then all of a sudden I'm I'm just another I'm just another nigga. I'm saying more than anything else that no matter what they think of us, it's not on 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 us to prove to them that we're different. It's on us to prove to our own selves that we're different. And with these organizations and, and, the, and the representation that they have for us does not prove that they're different. It proves that they're the same. I just watched today Donald Trump get, get sued by the, by the New, York, New York Attorney General. What, what's different? What makes him different than NAACP? Ain't, don't, don't Donald, every time you go to Donald Trump's website, what you see? Donate, donate, and donate. That's what you see. He, he getting money for his cause and they get money for their cause. But in the meantime, we all sitting here looking stupid. Uh, that money that goes to the NAACP, it has to pay for its board members. It has to pay for the president, the chairman, the treasurer, the secretary. And as the list goes down, those people have to get paid for doing whatever it is that they do within that organization. But I, I don't care less about, I care less about your payroll. Everybody yeah. got a payroll. I, I don't care. I don't care about your payroll. I can care less. I don't, I don't really care about how much money. Y'all making more money than what y'all should be making. Because the job, here's the thing. If you're doing bad at a job, right? If your job is to advance color people, as, as your title says, and you're doing bad at a job, shouldn't you be fired? Should you still have that job? Should you still be getting paid? No. No. You, you, you're not supposed to. That's not the way it's supposed to be. If you're not doing your job, if I, if I go to work every day and I stand in the same place and do nothing, then they're going to fire me, right? That, that's what they're going to do. So these people have been going to the same job for 100 years. And what, what have we got? Nothing, nothing at all. Again, it's the uh, the corporations that donate. They have a say so. And again, the system was put in place 100 years ago. They just never changed the system. Listen, now, they, right we, we wasn't shooting each other back in the 19, 1911. We weren't no. shooting each other. No, we were. So we, we weren't. We were not. Based no. on where we are now, that charter should be changing. Oh, it should be changing. Not and and I, and before I go to the next segment, I mean Lucy, Lucy, I know Lucy, I gotta get you into this conversation. I'm going on a rant. I've been <laughs> I just been rambling, rambling and rumbling because I'm just like I'm tired of this shit. Like I really am. I'm tired of us being so so as I would say, je ne sais quoi. They, we're so complacent with where we are. We are so cool with it. I'm good. What's going on Instagram? Let me find out. That's just where we are with it. Just trying to stay out the way. Yeah, yeah yo, constant. I'm just hey, trying to stay out the me. way, bro. <laughs> I'm trying to stay out the way. I, I Listen, I ain't going to say I'm going to go March because I think March is the most ridiculous thing in the world. Let, let me, hold on. let me just, let me simmer. Let me go to break real quick. Let me keep this right. Stay professional. 
You know what I'm saying? For, I want nobody thinking like this nigga just rambling. Like I, <laughs> I want to, I, I, I just want to be very authentic with how I feel about this because it's not when, when we first talked about the topic, Ty, even when we did it back before when we was doing our little test podcast, we mm-hmm. first brought this up. We compared them to the urban league and how, how they got started. It made you feel like it just made you realize how much we don't know. You know what I'm saying? How much we just we just go along with what we see or what we're told, even in school. I mean, because even in, even when you go to school, when the black communities, they they don't be bashing the NAACP. I mean, my mama was back in them days. So I'm, I can tell you, I ain't never seen her bash. Maybe my grandma even. I've never seen them bash NAACP ever. But nor have I seen them be like, well, you know, they they they're doing so much so much great stuff in the community. They never they never said that. Well, you know they, I mean? they actually are not involved so much into the community. They're more involved than, and I'm, it's not making sense me even saying this, but they're more involved in the political aspect. Okay, and, and that's, why, that's why we was going to get to, because on the next segment, we're going to talk about this political aspect and how this is, this is really taking, taking form to what they, I think they realize the, the, the scheme is that if they focus on the politics with the politicians, they're able to get the funding that they need. That's, yeah. I guess that's what they, they, they see. But the poli- there are more of us than there are politicians. And I think that's what's more important. My bad, family. I could go on forever about this subject, NAACP. Like I said, I'm not trying to negate nothing that they did. Like Lucy was saying, we're not trying to say that this organization, well, Ty's trying to say this organization yeah. is crap. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm, what I'm trying to say is that at some point we got to realize that, it's, that this is, you know, this is a farce and we can't believe it. Anyway, family, listen, remember you can call us with your comments and questions at 844-844-1244. Again, it's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. It's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. You listen to the Jimmy Bonds Podcast on Philadelphia Radio, the Indie Station for the Indie Nation. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Michael from Upper Darby. Listen to the Jimmy Bonds Podcast on Philadelphia Radio. Welcome back to the Jimmy Bonds Podcast on Philadelphia Radio. We thank you for listening. Remember, family, you can call us at 844-844-1244. Again, it's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. That's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. And welcome back to Jimmy Bond's podcast and Philadelphia Radio. Remember, family, you can call us with your comments or questions at 844-844-1244. Again, it's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. It's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. And again, family, tonight we're having a topic discussion on NAACP as well as Black Lives Matter, BLM. And on this particular segment, we are discussing Black Lives Matter. Last segment, we did NAACP. And, you know, I thought this was very interesting because they're very similar in a lot of ways, both of these organizations. Um, they're very um, out there. They're, they're the forefront. They're, and in a lot of ways, they're the voice of the Black community. They've been represented that way. So on this segment, I wanted to, I wanted to have Sister Lucy kick this off because, you know, when she... When we when I we was talking about it yesterday, and I told her, I said the first thing I told her, I said, "Yo, go look at the website. Just go look at it. Just look at the website." And she was on the phone. She she was like, she was just waking up, like, "Hold on, Jimmy, let me let me take a look at this website." She went to the website and she was shocked. Okay, yeah. I and it it didn't just have to do with the way it looks. 
it's about the message and everything else. Lucy, I, I, I ain't gonna say nothing else. You you tell us what you saw. <laughs> what, what did you what did you witness on this website, right? I witnessed a hot ass mess. Is what I <laughs> That's the, you know, we want to be politically correct, not trying to bash, but at the end of the day, you need to call out people and you need to call them out. Yeah. But it was very disappointing because like I discussed with you last night, I never, I always thought like, okay, if it's for our people, our people technically is not going to do us wrong. Surprisingly enough, they're doing us wrong. If you go on the website, it's a blank website. It's just basic. Anybody could just slap that up. But it's the verbiage what pissed me off. The verbiage is saying, us folks, y'all. It's like, you don't need to speak to me to convey or to relate to me. So when those other people who are our people visit that website, that's not representation. I want them to see and say, oh, well, they calling y'all folks. And I can't get mad at those other people who may take certain verbiage from a site that quote unquote represents black people. So it was very disappointing to see. They had three drop down. And when you went to the drop down, it just looked like copy and paste information. <laughs> it was nothing of substance. So I just feel like aside from the NAACP, because you know, when we were school in school, we were, you know, taught a lot of things and we kind of heard a lot of things they were doing at that time. But for Black Lives Matter, within the 11 year span that they've had, they're just capitalizing on the devastation of these families. Mm. And they've capitalized the most mm. in one year. So I know we're going to discuss that, but for, BM, for BLM, it was very disappointing, especially to see the website. I was just disappointed. But in a sense of like, man, I mean, if you want to scam, wow. I guess you won't scam your own people, huh? Yeah. I mean, I mean, white America do it too, so why not us as well? So yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's brutal. It's it's a brutal it's a brutal thing. So you know, I, Lucy, of course, I, I'm on the site, right? And I'm scrolling, I'm looking down, and and you know, it it what hit me about the site first of all was that not even just the site, it's the message that they're that they're exuding. I do not feel welcomed in the organization when i look at the website and in totality as far as like everything that it encompasses it is a very much and i'm not a sexist person but it's a very much pro-women site and i know three women found it i definitely understand that but you can't have black lives matter without having black men involved i'm sorry you cannot do that it does not work. I don't, it doesn't have to be, oh, they heterosexual, whatever. I ain't talking about nothing about how they identify with their gender or their sexual orientation. I'm talking about representation. So everybody out there that's screaming Black Lives Matter or when they were screaming Black Lives Matter, we weren't, it, it didn't represent us. It didn't. I'm, I was excluded because here, here, here are my reasoning. So I'm Black, yes, but I'm not a woman. I'm not part of the LGBT community, nor am I an activist, but I'm Black Lives Matter like anything else. And even like we said before, Lucy, like what was you saying, Lucy? All Lives Matter, how they thought it was a racist comment. They thought it was it, it's it was devoted to 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 white people. And you know, white people said that and it looks and I don't care what the right try to take. I'm saying more than anything else, what matters is all lives. It all lives matter, not just black lives matter, all lives matter. My the people I know they they're white, black, Asian, Hispanic, Latino, like they their lives matter just as much as my life matter. 
But when you, if you did that back then, it was all like, well, you know, you can't be, you can't, you can't be talking about that. You supporting the white man. It's like, what are you talking about? Like what, what far land are you so brainwashed on now <laughs> that this is, this is how, this is what you picked up. And when, when it happened, like, and Lucy brought it up, they've been around for what, 11 years, Lucy. So they were founded after Trayvon Martin's uh, murderer was, was acquitted. That's when they were founded in 2013. Okay. That's when they started. So from 2013 to 2020, when George Floyd was killed, nobody knew about Black Lives Matter. Am I right or am I wrong? You're right. I mean, if they knew about it, it was a small portion of people. Have you heard about Black Lives Matter? It was a small organization of people that knew about Black Lives Matter. In 2020, when George Floyd got killed, they capitalized dramatically. You know why their website looks like that? Because they didn't put any effort into their website. They put more effort into the social media aspect, showing the filming, that quote-unquote activism, the marches. Lucy said her cousin even called him was talking about, we got to march. We got to march, man. I'm not marching anywhere. I'm going <laughs> to take my blanket at home. <laughs> I'm not doing that. But that's what they do. I mean, they thought, they thought that they were now in the 1960s and we was going to do We Shall Overcome and have the march in Washington. Dr. King was gonna give another speech. That is the way they were operating. That's a way. Am I right, Ty? Yes, you are. They, yes. they were operating in this tone. We thought Dr. King was coming back like they say Jesus is. That's <laughs> what we thought when when this happened, and that's the way they treated it, and they marketed it that way, and they got so much fucking money from this situation. Lucy said it best: capitalizing off these these families. These losses in these families, and I ain't talking about may I ain't talking about regular. I'm talking about major losses, people losing their lives, who were fathers, who were uncles, who were brothers. These kind, these organizations making money off of money. Yeah. Lucy, how much money did they make in 2020? In 2020, 90 million, close to 100 million dollars. 90 million dollars. 90 million. They made 90 million dollars in 2020. 90, and everyone's looking around like. You know, whatever. And it's the reason why it's so crazy is because you had even even our white brethren supporting Black Lives Matter and them using that as as a token. Look, bro, I'm not racist. I support Black Lives Matter. I don't know how many times you heard that. That was that was the thing. That was the thing. Why did they get so much money from this? They started playing on that white guilt. They played so hard on that white guilt. They was like, yo, like. We got to give something. I got. I feel so bad about being white right now. I got to give some money to something. And what was the organization standing there waiting, saying thank you? It was Black Lives Black Matter. Matter. You're right. Yeah. That's that. That's that's why. That's why that's crazy. That's why that it, it doesn't make any sense. Ninety million in twenty twenty. We're not gonna talk about twenty twenty one. Ninety million dollars. And you know, Lucy, right after I read that, I read that also companies like McDonald's, Verizon, Amazon gave to comp to organizations like NAACP, the Urban League, Black Lives Matter, they gave a total of $40 million to them to improve, quote, unquote, injustice against Black people. You don't give money to improve injustice. That's not, it's not, not going to happen. That's not the way that works. You can't buy it. It's not something that you can purchase, okay? So if you, if you want to purchase, in, in a sense, you're giving money to an organization that really doesn't have a track record of doing things in a community that's productive, moving the, moving the bar forward. You're just giving money to them because 
A, you feel bad, and B, looks good for marketing. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I mean, how how, how long, time? 10, 11 years they've been in existence? Yes. $90 they million were... in 10. They're, they're nonprofit organizations that have been around for 20, 30 years that could never fundraise $90 million in a year. Never. I mean, they're classified as a nonprofit, but you got to look at how they got started. George Soros funded Black Lives Matter. They started them off with $33 million. He started them off. And they're going off his initiatives and his ideas. Uh, when you're dealing with Black Lives Matter, you're actually not dealing with Black people. You're dealing with the LGBT community, transgender, women's rights, um, transgender youth that are coming from different parts of the world over into America. That's who they're advocating for and fighting yes. for. Yes. For those particular groups. Loose, loose, come, come off of what's in there real quick. Because Todd just said something real like on point. What, what were we saying? What did we say before? We were saying that like when you look at the site, it does not, it doesn't really reflect. Yes. It doesn't reflect us it, at it all. It doesn't it just reflect us. It is clearly about something else. It's clearly about a whole nother demographic of people that we're not a part of. No, not at all. It, it's not talking about what it's typically stands for what you said best. It doesn't represent, I don't hear about men. And if it's talking about the injustices, the George Floyd, how they made that the biggest campaign when he died. Um, and it doesn't talk about anything about black men. So it's just, it's just interesting. I feel like it's just marketing keywords to associate to those people who are passionate about those type of LGBTQ plus community, you say that you're going to reach so many avenues and markets because so many people have family members, they're passionate about it as they should be. But for you to use that just for capital, that's interesting to me. Yes. yes. And as you can see now in society where that those particular communities are benefiting because they're getting resources and access to different things. Yeah. And that's because they're pushing for it. Yeah. You know, and it's through Black Lives Matter. Although they say Black Lives Matter, again, my thing with, real quick, the word black, right? All right. So blacks are the world's only legally created group. We are the only world's legally created group, blacks, through the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendments, which can be repealed at any time, any moment, by the Congress or declared unconstitutional yep. by the Supreme Court. Yep. This means that black people in the states will always be five minutes away from slavery because they created us. There's no, there's black is, is nothing. That's why I keep saying I don't believe yeah. in it because they made it up. Yeah. Black yeah. Lives Matter, you see what's happening. The Black Caucus, what the hell does the Black Caucus do? Yeah. The NAACP, they don't say black, they say colored people because that's when they originated, yeah. when that's what they was calling us at that time, colored, colored people. people. Yeah. But before they was calling us colored people, what did they call us? They was calling us Indians. And then they yeah. took our rights away and they started calling us colored people. They took some more rights away and started calling us Negroes. Yep. They, took up, they took more rights away and started calling us black, black yep. power, black panther, yep. fight the revolution. Yep. It took more power away and then they started calling us African-Americans. 
<laughs> Lucy only African American for real, for real. Like, let's not get it twisted, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, it's I mean, Todd, what'd you get? Four names there? Would you would you say we went from we went Indians? From Indian initially we were Indians, yeah. The Negro to African American black 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 to, Af- black to African American. Yo, that's five different names. And every time, yeah, every time they relabeled us, they took rights away from us. They took rights away from us. That's how they was able to take property and land away from us by relabeling us and making you register. Whenever you have to register something, you're giving up your rights for federal rights or lesser rights. With this Black Lives Movement, they're just protecting certain groups of people. That's it. They're advocating for certain groups of people. Yeah. You always seen y'all mentioned about the corporations that was donating to them, right? Yep. The crazy thing about that is we can't truthfully find out if they gave that money or not because a lot of them was putting it on Instagram. Yes. For example, Ubisoft. It's a gaming company, right? Ubisoft. Yeah. Ubisoft tweeted that the company will donate $100,000 to the NAACP and Black Lives Matter organization and encourage others to donate to Instagram. The company called Etsy. E-T-S-Y, Etsy. Am I saying that right? Etsy. Oh, yeah, Etsy. Etsy announced a total contribution of $1 in an Instagram post. The company is donating $500,000 to the Equal Justice Initiative and $500,000 to the Borrellis Philanthropy Philanthropy Black Led Movement Fund. What they're doing is they're just creating different funds under one corporation umbrella. Yeah. And all this money is just going through these different corporations. Yeah. The people never see this money. No, we never see this money, Ty. Lucy, what you say? What you say, Lucy? They twenty one. What was it? Twenty one million. You said they that they supposedly donated. Well, they got on a website, Lucy. They donated. They they reinvested over twenty five million. Reinvested in the in the black community. But but what community? <laughs> well, did they, they name them? No, listen, here it is, Lucy. They, they put the points on there. Over okay. 10, over ten million in grants to black-led frontline organizations. Over thirteen million in grants oh. to BLM charters. Okay, <laughs> nearly three million in grants to Impact Family Foundations. Three million three million in st- in STEMI uh, COVID relief funding given directly to black people. Three million dollars. Directly, you but that's what I'm saying. Give them black people that is. They're right. <laughs> I mean, what you put on a website don't mean that's what that's what actually happened. That's what happened. People could say pledges. People could say anything. We can't fact check it because we don't have the resources to fact check it. Right. That's what you I'm saying. Pledge. Y'all, I pledge on Jimmy Biden <laughs> $12.3 billion. Like, <laughs> I pledge today. <laughs> I pledge that we go give. $7.8 billion <laughs> to be held in the NAACP because we feel bad for being black. I'm just saying, though. You're going to get an email tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you going to do that cash app or check, brother? What you going to do, cash app or check? However you like. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, though. Like, that's what it is, yo. It, it, it's I mean, it's frustrating. You know, it it is funny. I think it's hilarious because it's it's like yeah. what you say, Ty. We was bamboozled. 
Hoodwink, let us stray, run amok. <laughs> you know my favorite saying when they say you never see the, you always see the bait but never the hook. Yeah. So that's what I feel like with these situations, people see oh they're protesting, oh they're doing these great things, and they're advocating for these lives, and it it, it, it looks good. Yeah, but they ain't seen that hook that gets you. Yeah. <laughs> They, that's they right. Ain't seen it. I mean, because I, I feel like if nonprofit organizations are raising money all off of something, they have to get back to that something. They're supposed to. They should. No, no. But apparently not, not, they're not following the paperwork, so that, we don't know what they're doing. So, and, and when you have a a nonprofit organization, pretty much gives you green light to do whatever the hell you want to do. Okay, mm-hmm. that's why Donald Trump had one. That's why you see so many of them popping up because it's a way to get free money. Yeah, tax free money. Without accounting, I don't mm. care what anybody says. They nonprofits should be able to be taxed like anything else. Maybe they be taxed a different percentage, but at the same time, you raising money. That's the money for your operating. You're not just raising that money. People are living for, for the money you pay them. They pay taxes but on the money. You know, nonprofits, don't you still have to file paperwork with the IRS? Just because you got to file paperwork, don't mean that that's mm-hmm. a, that that paperwork's legit. That you're, don't, file, you're, you're filing as um, a tax exempt. Your right. tax exempt. The tax exempt. That's what the, that's why you they become a 5013C. I'm okay. tax exempt. I don't have to worry about I don't have to worry about paying taxes or the IRS up my ass pretty much. I can yeah. just do whatever. Like I say it's a so green I light can just to go do get it. 6 million million dollar homes. Okay, cool. I'll do that too. Yeah. Okay. A, a, a lot of companies and corporations will give you money if you're a nonprofit organization. Yes. Huh. They will. They'll give you money if you're a nonprofit organization. Can I just give y'all one more company that says something real quick? Give, give me give me the company, Tom. Yeah. So Levi's, Levi Strauss and Company, right? Yeah. And I love my Levi denim suit, man. All right, so Levi's, they said Levi's is donating 200000 to the movement, 100000 to the ACLU, oh, and 100000 in grants to Live Free USA. An organization working to end mass incarceration. Levi Strauss and Company is mourning. We mourn how the black community has suffered a disproportionate number of deaths related to COVID-19. And we mourn the heartbreakingly perpetual violence against black Americans simply for being black. It is time for us to be seen and heard. And that is from the VP of sales and executive sponsor of our Black Employee Resource Group. <laughs> <laughs> it's, almost, it's almost like they say it to like, yo, we better donate some money for all our Black folks quick. <laughs> we better do something. We better put some money in something. And that's what it is. It's exactly what you said, Jimmy, just so we can save face because at the end of the day, you have Black employees. So yeah. you look like you're not supporting. Yep. Yeah, because they look they go they go they're gonna band together and quit on us. You know we need these black folks. They they do the best job for the least money. Come on now, let's stop playing, right? Let's let's not get it twisted. Gap old navy and and gap donated two hundred and fifty thousand to the NAACP (laughs) and embrace race on behalf of the brand that includes old navy and gap. I I, I'm just saying if you think how many times did you name, did you say the NAACP in that time? How uh, many quite times? a few times. How, how many times? Lulu uh, Lemon. Lulu Lemon. They donated a hundred thousand. Hold on, we contributed a total of two hundred and fifty thousand to local Minneapolis organizations, rebuilt Lake Street and Friends, as well as national organizations, 
NAACP, uh-huh. Black Lives Matter, and uh-huh. Reclaim the Block. I don't know. I never heard of Reclaim the Block. So I got to do some research on that. I, one. I think I think more than anything else, it was Reclaim the Block. It was it was time. That, I mean, that George Floyd thing. God rest George Floyd's soul. Mm. God, God bless his family. God bless his daughter. I mean, God bless the God bless everybody that's so that ever knew him and had you know had love for him, because these people profited so much money off of that man's death. Mm-hmm. I ain't never seen organizations profit so much money. I mean, so much. I mean, and it's, and then you know we sitting there wondering where where it's at, but it's like y'all got millions of dollars millions of dollars millions of dollars to help causes but these bulls can't find jobs these bulls can't get better education they can't feed their families the way they need to these moms out here struggling these black kids that are in school out here struggling where is this money supposed to be going to the black community Ty never heard of reclaim the block either I ain't yeah, I never heard of that. that one. Reclaim the block. I ain't never heard of reclaim the block. But all these all these organizations, ACLU, how long they been around? Who the hell talks about the ACLU anymore? That's our young drug dealers talk. Yo, man, I'm gonna reclaim the block, man. <laughs> you know, we're gonna get this pack and reclaim That's, the block. Listen, <laughs> listen, bro. Like, I mean, and I'm sure, I'm sure it was some 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 brother with a nonprofit organization that that's what he said we're gonna call it. We're gonna call it reclaim the block. You know what I mean? Or maybe it was a maybe it was a mom. Somebody said that's what they're gonna do. It's it just makes you. I feel kind of dirty even talking about it like this because it just makes you feel like, yo, like what, what are we doing? Like, what the hell is going on? Like all this money going around, Ty? You want Instagram? These are Instagram posts. Everything right? came from Instagram. These are Instagram posts. These aren't like whatever. But if you hashtag BLM, hashtag Black Lives Matter, would you say, Lucy, when it happened, you were changing your you were changing your profile page, like you? And, it was trendy. Listen, it was Lucy, trendy. It trended so crazy that everybody mm-hmm. was everybody. I mean, you saw Black Lives Matter t-shirts. Everybody was wearing them. People was making money off of them. People was out at the protest selling Black Lives Matter yeah. t-shirts. They were selling. They were selling posters. They were selling keychains. They was making money however they could. And they oh. were busting those activists to different cities. Yes, of course they were. But Lucy, what you say, Lucy? What you, what you talk about yesterday? <laughs> we, and, and then they they be the ones busting different cities, and then the riots start. Right here come the riots. Oh, the looters! Everybody start tripping about about them mm-hmm. them looting. They're not mm-hmm. looters. They're just frustrated people. Like mm-hmm. no, these Negroes was out in these stores <laughs> taking they shit. Looting. <laughs> they was looting. No, literally, they looting. was trashing their own neighborhoods. <laughs> they <laughs> the neighborhoods and the stores that they actually work at to actually make income. Yeah. They were trashing those stores. So that means. <laughs> yeah. That business can't even open so you can get a paycheck at the end of the week. So <laughs> it was just it was just not productive. It wasn't, but- Lucy. It wasn't. And, and I've never I've never seen that solve anything. Mm-mm. I've never seen looting and rioting solve anything. I've never seen protesting solve anything. I've never seen marching solve anything. I've never seen it solve anything. People be people pro- will protest and march for ten years before any any bit of change occurs, mm-hmm. and then they'll sit on these talk shows and talk about it like, yeah, we was out there every day, rain, seat, and snow, protesting. Like, like that don't make no damn sense. What are you protesting? First of all, you protesting the system that's against us, 
a system that is made to be against this, or you're protesting against it, or you just want to flip the script and say, you know what, I'm going to do my own thing. I don't have to operate in their, their world, their society, their, the way that they operate. You don't have to do that. Now, and I'm not talking about black people. I'm talking about everybody. You don't have to operate in that system. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to do it. But this is what people do. This, they're just following what they what they saw. And they want to be they want to be civil rights activists, like I said, in the 60s. This ain't the 60s no more. This, this what happened back then is not working now. You know what I mean? And I don't know if I feel if I feel right about just what what is what's happening. Lucy, you said it best. Ty, you said it best. They took all that money and went and bought six million dollar homes. Mm-hmm. Thirty two million dollar in investments in stocks. It's a, what? And and if you if people don't notice during that time, stock market was at its peak. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Stock market was at its peak, so that money that they put and invested thirty-two million. You know how much money they made on top of that? Yeah. Back then, back in COVID, during COVID times, the stock market was booming. You had Disney making ninety dollars a share. <laughs> oh yeah. Netflix was Netflix was somewhere at like six hundred dollars a share. Mm-hmm. I think Tesla. Everybody Tesla was, was home at fifteen. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Tesla was at fifteen. Peloton mm-hmm. was at like five hundred dollars a share. Like, let's not get it twisted. The stock market was booming back then, mm-hmm. and if that's the way they invest their money, it, that's your money ain't coming back to 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 us. Right. It ain't nope. coming back to the people it's supposed to. Well, it's gonna go to their black lives yeah. at their home. The that ones, the, the ones that they, the, the people that they wanted to go to, so they have it to go to. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like it's almost like them saying, "I'm gonna take your money and do what I want to do with it." Mm-hmm. Not what I'm telling you that I'm here for. <clears throat> I'm just gonna take your money and do what I want to do with it. I, I don't I don't I had to stop donating because I don't trust the organizations I'm giving money to. Like I told you too, Jimmy, I never donate. Like even before this, I never I never saw the point of somebody me saying, hey, let me donate to this organization. I don't know what you're doing with that money. Just like if I see a poor person in front of Wawa, I never give them money. I buy them food and I give it to you. because I, I don't know what you're gonna do with that money. Either it's gonna go up your your veins or you're going to do something that's not going to have substance to you. Okay. So I treated the same model for me. I mean, and that's, that's, that's what it is. It's, it's the exact same thing. I mean, end of the day, if, if we're not gonna, if we're not going to challenge this or bring this to the forefront, we just going to continue to let it perpetuate itself. That's all we're going to do. We're going to continue to let it just be. It's just going to keep going. It's going to keep going. Ain't nobody going to say nothing. I mean, I mean, look, look at this. It's the three of us talking about it. I'm sure there are other people talking about it as well. It's not about it's not it's not about like change for them. It's just about well, you know, that's how they be. You know, that's how that's how niggas are when they get their money. They be said they be completely different. You, that's what is, is that what they not gonna say? You know what I mean? They're gonna yeah. say that like you know how people are when they get money. They stop caring about everybody, and that's what it seems like these organizations did. Black Lives Matter probably struggled all the way up to George Floyd. George Floyd happened. They was like hit the go button. Let's get all the marketing we can at the same time. Let's start hitting these companies. Let's start making them feel guilty. <laughs> let's start. Let's start bringing about the, in, the injustice. Why injustice of black people so bad? Because let me tell you, before George Floyd, there were so many other black people that passed away by police hands. Yes. So many. <clears throat> I mean, we can, we can, I mean, of course, we can go back and we can go back in the forties, the fifties, the sixties. We can keep. We can go back. Yeah. In the two thousands, it was happening. I mean, even with my man, my man Eric Gardner up in New York, who got killed by the police on camera. He couldn't breathe. They choked him to death. I ain't see y'all. I ain't see Black Lives Matter then. That's after Trayvon Martin. You know what I'm saying? I didn't see him then. 
with George Floyd, it was something about George Floyd that they just was like, we got to capitalize off of this right now. And, you know, they did. They did. They fooled us all. They fooled, they fooled everybody, not just black people. They fooled white people. They fooled everybody that was, that was for the cause marching. They fooled us. Because two years later, two years later, where are we at? Do you see them? Have you seen Black Lives Matter or anything? Y'all yeah. seen them protests? The president had to step down from the organization because she wow. was wow. because wow. she brought she's buying property. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And there's about $30 million that's missing from uh-huh. their 90 million. Mis- mis- misuse of funds. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, and- so the, the other two ladies who are her partners right now, they're not actually running the company. The company is running, but they don't have a actual president to put in your face. But the company is still running and operating. So how they run and operate with no leadership? Again, they got a system put in place by a psychopath by the name of George Soros. <laughs> I use psychopath because that's what they are, man. They are psychopaths. A psychopath, you, you know the saying, you know, oh, you know right and wrong. You should know the difference between right and wrong. Right. A psychopath doesn't believe in a concept of right or wrong. They just do what they want to do. They don't have morals. And they feel as though what they do is right. George Soros created all this nonsense. He put the money up front for them to do the things that they did. So they're going off of his initiative and his program. It's yep. about George Soros. Yeah, I mean... Uh, it- it, it, I mean, obviously, it ain't about what what they what they say they are. I mean, I nah. say if you say that you Black Lives Matter, at least try to try to pretend like that's what you about. Have well, somebody that's, that's visit the your scam. I, but I mean, but that's a scam. But that's but dang, at least, at least try to make us at least try to make us think that this is what it is. Or maybe they going I mean, no, they wasn't. Did you see pictures on the website, Lucy? I ain't see pictures of no no videos. I ain't see nothing. I and just, this is this is nothing new though, Jimmy. Because if we would have had this technology back in the eighties. You had Jesse Jackson talking about the Rainbow Push Coalition. Yeah. And then the word push, the S was a dollar sign. <laughs> you can look it up right now. Rainbow <laughs> Push Coalition. I, I believe you. That I, S I, is I, a I, dollar I, sign. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, messy Jesse Jackson. What they call it? He knew what he was doing. Yeah, we're going to push them pockets open. Y'all going to push that open right now. I mean, but it, it just. This is how he came into power real quick. Jesse Jackson came into power because he was in on the Martin Luther King assassination. I remember you said you were talking about this. On that particular day, the government was telling the snipers that the friendlies are not wearing ties. Jesse Jackson was the only member that wasn't wearing a tie. Him and Martin Luther King was arguing that morning because Jesse refused to wear a tie. When Martin Luther King stepped out on the balcony with, uh, I forgot the other gentleman's name, who gave up the tapes at a press conference with the King family, Jesse Jackson was downstairs with a couple of Black Panther members talking. The shots rang out. Jesse and the Black Panthers pointed in a whole different direction. Martin gets shot upstairs on the balcony. Who's the first person by his side? Jesse Jackson. Jesse Jackson rubbed his hand with the blood and put it on his shirt. And when everybody on a particular day, after he rubbed all the blood on his shirt, they shut down all the airports. No one could leave that day. The only person that left that city was Jesse Jackson. He went back to Chicago and gave a news conference. After that, he came out with the Rainbow Push Coalition and started raising all his money and started running for president. In 1980, when he ran for president, 
that's when they started calling us African-Americans. He said, yep. from this point on, we will be called African-Americans. I remember Afro and Dashiki. I told you about them Dashikis, bro. Yeah. I told you about them damn, them damn Dashikis. Please stop it. Please I just had to it. throw that in there because this Black Lives Matter is nothing new. It was more so on an individual basis before it got to the corporate corporations. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Black Lives Matter. And, it was. You know what I mean? NAACP always stays in the background yeah. working with the politicians they do. and the government. They that's do. where they stay at. That's yep. where they live at. That's, that's exactly. Yeah. That's why you don't see them. That's why you don't see them, right? Because what they do in the black caucus, they in the back making making deals they, in the black office. You know what I'm saying? Like that's up. they just they are not. <laughs> yo, I'm just saying, man. They are literally <laughs> just. And that key word <laughs> keeps popping up, black. Uh, I mean, Ty, that's how they identify. Black, blackity, black, black, and black, black. Just <laughs> black. That, that's how they identify our people. So there's nothing we can say. I mean, it, it is what it is, but I mean, that's how they identify us. I tell you what, I, all I know is I am who I am. I'm the, I'm the shade that I am. I am, and there's nothing I can do to change that. You can take it or leave it. You know what I'm saying? And that's the way I feel about it. I don't care what you call me, how you identify. I mean, they make you, they make you put your identification on every application you take. Everything you do, you have to identify. Are you black? Or you, are you black? Are you African-American? How you identify yourself? I mean, that's everything. But I mean, even even with just how we we have gone about it, I don't want to take away from the organizations, even the small ones, the mom and pops. And I call them mom and pops because that's that's the way you would look at them. The small organizations that are making some differences, you know what I'm saying? So I don't want nobody being like, damn, they just bashing all the organizations. It's like, nah, it's some organizations making some differences out there, helping some people move into some apartments and get their family together. There's organizations out there, they're nonprofit. You know, go find them and please donate to them. Don't don't donate. Please stop giving money to Black Lives Matter. Please stop. Please stop giving money to NAACP. Please stop. Just stop. Just stop. And I have I, an organization for you in the final segment. I'll tell you about it. Listen, you know, listen, bro. Listen, we, we got to make sure we do that. In the last segment, we're going to talk about a solution. We're going to get a solution from each one of us and and, and get that together. Because, I mean, no, I could talk about this forever. And I, I, could, I, could, I know people are really thinking about you know, damn, they just going in. I, I just want to bring this to people's attention. You know, we were all, I, I'm, I'm not one of them. I, I, I never believe the hype. Don't believe the hype. That's the rule. Do not believe the hype. If it's too fast, don't trust it. I'm telling you. Just please, just trust me on that. If it's too fast, don't trust it. Something's <laughs> going on. Something's going on. You might, you're not going to find out till later on, but something is going on. Some people raise that money way too fast for an organization that only been around 10 years that you ain't never heard of. So don't trust it. Be easy. You know what I mean? Be easy. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. This is what you know. It's what we do. This is what we do. Anyway, friend, remember you call us with your comments or your questions at 844-844-1244. Again, that's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. It's J-I-W-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com listen to the jimmy bonds podcast on Philadelphia radio the indie station for the indie nation we'll be right back hey this is michael from upper darby this is the jimmy bonds podcast on Philadelphia radio is it okay? i said it's the michael it is okay all right yeah this is reverend cc chicken wing and i love listening to the jimmy bonds podcast insightful thoughtful words that uplift the people Bring up knowledge to the people. That's the brother Jimmy Bonds right there. You can reach out to the brother too at the Jimmy Bonds Podcast at gmail.com. 
This is Reverend CC Chicken Wing. Uh, yeah, uh, is the mic still on? This is on. Okay, I'm sure. And welcome back to Jimmy Bond's podcast on Philadelphia Radio. Remember, family, call us with your comments or questions at 844-844-1244. Again, it's 844-844. 844-1244. You can also email us at Jimmy Bonds Podcast at gmail.com. Again, it's Jimmy Bonds Podcast at gmail.com. It's J-I-W-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S Podcast at gmail.com. And again, family, we are having a topic discussion on two organizations, Black Lives Matter as well as NAACP. I got to say, I'm, I'm happy to be doing this podcast for, for definitely for one reason. I couldn't hear for like three weeks. You have a lot of here and you couldn't hear nothing for three weeks. Like I, I don't want and you just you listen to people talk and you can hear the whole time. You know, you have both of your ears, right? So you're <laughs> able to hear out of both of them. When you can't hear out of one ear, I'm telling you, it's, life is completely different. It's just it's just a whole different thing. So shout out to all my people who are completely deaf. I I, I know you you probably can't hear what I'm saying, but if I could sign it, I would tell you much props because life is completely different when you can't hear. So I'm thankful to get my hearing back. If y'all seen me before, I looked like Cyclops. I had a bloodshot eye. I look nutty. I just look like like Nutball from from like yo, son. You need to go go lay down somewhere because you shouldn't be out in public. Even the doctors looking at you like yo, what's going on with you? <laughs> you know, wearing sunglasses in the doctors because people be looking at you anyway. My fault. But we talking about Black Lives Matter NAACP family, and I thought you know we done we done. I think we done dragged them through the mud and, and threw them in the river. You know what I'm saying, and I and that wasn't really what that. No, I'm lying. That's really what I what I wanted to do. I wanted to bring bring this to the forefront. But for any any kind of thing that we talk about, as far as problems and these things are problems, I always want to talk about solutions. And you know, Lucy, I'm, I'm uh, Lucy. I'm gonna ask you, what do you what do you think a solution to this issue is? Not not the issue of what they're doing because we can't control what they do. They're gonna continue to get that that corporate money the way they do it. What do you think the solution is for us as a community to, I guess, improve our own stand, our own circumstances within our, our livelihoods? I would say what you said best, honestly, which is for one, just to educate yourself on what's really going on and what we really need in our communities yeah. and really donate to those communities around us yeah. um, that need the funding, that need the resources that they're not getting. Um, I feel like that's what the solution where we can start from home. Because at the end of the day, Black Lives Matter and LACP, they're just bigger corporations at this point. Yeah, it's yeah. not really touching the homes of our neighborhoods. So mm. I would say my biggest solution would, for even talking to myself, like I want to know more about what's going on in my neighborhood and donate to those local um, nonprofits. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, Ty, how you feel, bro? Yeah. Um. I think we need the three C's, complete constructive change. Mm -hmm. Do away with all the old corporations and so-called black leaders that they put in front of us. Like, let's just do away with them all together. Mm -hmm. Let's just have complete constructive change. Mm -hmm. That's on a, a black social theory. And I say that because a social theory will educate us on gaining power and teach us how to use power and to socially come together, whereas we're not social psychopaths killing each other. And I keep saying the word psychopaths because that's what we're under. We're under a psychopath system. But can I also throw one shout out? Definitely. Just one shout out. Okay. Yeah. 
So just last week, I had the honor of doing a catering job for a lady by the name of Tanya Morris. Tanya Morris is the owner of a company called Mom Your Business. What Ooh. Mom Your Business does is you can check them out. Some Lucy, check them out. They're good. They can probably help you out with some things. You know what I mean? But just check them out. Mom Your Business, they help out women. They help out women with children. They help out black companies, organizations aboard. Uh, during this catering event that I did for them last week, it was at a town hall meeting that they had called the Black Innovation Alliance. And at this Black Innovation Alliance, there was nothing but black people with their companies and corporations there, from tech companies to cybersecurity, all different, different fields you know, out there in the industry. They were there having a town hall meeting, working on how to improve and get better and bring in more people. Yeah. We need companies like Tanya Morris and Mom Your Business because they're actually out there helping out people in the community and helping them get businesses started and going or helping them maintain their business and connecting them to the resources under their network. They have a huge network, you know? So I just want to give a shout out to them because that's what they're doing. They're doing what we talk about we need to be doing. See, see, Ty, and that's, that's, what I'm, that's what I wanted to harp on on this segment. Now, I ain't, we done given two segments to these organizations that are not doing anything. Let's start focusing on the ones that are, the ones that are trying, not even trying, the ones that are making a change. The ones that are, this is this is an action word. Doing something is an action. It's not just it's talking about it. So the ones that are actually making changes within their communities and even in their industries, I think it's very vital and important. If you don't have those type of organizations like mom, mom's your business, I mean, what, what are you going to have? Like, it's, it, you know, you have to have that. You have to have those town hall meetings. You have to bring us together to bring more of us together to make an impact within the places that we want to make an impact in. Because, it, it, you know, it's crazy out here. So, Ty, that's dope, man. I'm, I'm so glad you got to, you got to talk about that because that's, that's what I was hoping. I was hoping yeah. we had some, some positive energy on that. You know what I'm saying? And there are many organizations like that out there. Entrepreneurs, companies, whether they're small, they're, they're small, large, whatever it is, there are many organizations out there that are doing some very positive things, not just in the black community, but in all communities. So, I mean, we got to give shout out to them. Um, I mean, I, I just feel like, you know, solution for me would be, would be put your money where your mouth is. That's my solution. If you bout it, be about it. If you're going to talk about it and you're going to raise money off of it, put that money back where it is. The one thing, the one thing I, I the one thing I, I consistently see about us this has gone on through the years. The one thing I always notice is like the mismanagement of money all the time, through everything, all the time. At the end of the day, that's what it is. Well, I mentioned before how the NAACP was in the red, yeah. mismanagement of money. Black Lives Matter, mismanagement of money. So many other organizations, misman mismanagement of money. It seems that when we get in power, and this is why you talked about power, about us gaining power. Having power is a responsibility. It's it's a it's kind of like an oath you take to to be the shepherd over something, and when you're the shepherd over people's lives and their finances, like it's a very important thing. And I think people, you know, some of these people in these leadership positions, they don't they don't think that way, you know. Maybe because it's me, it's my my banking background where I have to deal with people and their own money all the time. I feel more obligated to feel like like I have to be a good steward over their money. You know what I mean? I can't give them wrong information. I have to give them advice on what on what to do next and how to move forward with it. That's maybe that's because it's just me and the way I'm wired. 
But I, when I think about just the amount of people that have taken the money that people have given them, organizations have been giving them, the government has given them, and just flush it down a toilet or use it for their own personal gain, when I think about that, I think that is the one issue, the one issue that will change everything. We have to get some people that are very responsible, that would be good shepherds over this, the financial as well as the infrastructure of these organizations. If we're able to do that, I think we will get a lot further than where we are. And that that's for me, that's the solution. That's the change for me. Because in the day, that's where everybody always says it always starts with the money. Follow the money. Follow the money and you will see how successful a company is. Follow the money. If you're not following the money, then, you know, you're just going to be sitting around being an activist all day. And I don't mean that in a negative connotation. I don't mean it to, to, you know, send a shot to my activists. I'm just saying, if you're not looking at this, you know, you're not looking at the right things. So, you know, let's, let's, let's find a way to make a change for the folks, man. Let's find a way to make a change for the people in, in, our, in our lives, the people, like, like Lucy said, within our neighborhood. Let's find that change. Let's find that. And it starts with you, you as an individual, you as that person. It starts with you. It doesn't start with anybody else. Don't look to nobody else to make changes. It starts with you. Whether it's treating someone better on a day-to-day basis, whether it's just being helpful to somebody in the community, like, it starts there. Because the only way we're going to get better is if we get better. That's it. We have to get better. And, you know, that's all I got to say about it. Lucy, what's your part in shot, sis? I mean, at the end of the day, my, my biggest takeaway from all of this is I, I know I got to educate myself on a lot of things that, you know, I was, you know, misformed of um, following trends. Honestly, <laughs> that mm. should just be canceled. At the end of the day, do what you feel as though that you, um, that you, like, you know what, let me just say this. If you feel like you want to support these companies, I'm not telling you, I don't think we're not telling you not to support it. I'm just saying, just do your research before anything. And this should be like an eye opening for you. Like ask questions, even those nonprofits that I'm talking about in your neighborhood, ask them what the money's going for. Like, or ask them, how do they can, how can you help or volunteer? Whatever you can do that you can actually see that you're a part of the help or part of the change. Like, and search yourself, find out what's going, what's really going on. Yeah. 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 So how you feel? I feel... A lot of our people are under what's called menticide. Uh, menticide is the deliberate and systematic destruction of a group's minds with the ultimate objective being to eradicate the group. Menticide. Not genocide, but menticide. 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 I mean, both of y'all have said some real eye-opening things on this podcast. <laughs> I mean, Todd, I didn't know all the stuff that you was, you was putting out there. But Todd, I definitely wanted to mention something before we before we we dip out. Peep yeah. this. So all, you was running down all them all them donations on Instagram, right? Mm-hmm. So what people don't realize is when major corporations what they what they do is, and, and this is not just major corporations. If you donate to charities or nonprofits, guess what? It's tax deductible. Mm. Right off. <laughs> okay. And when you have write-offs, guess what happens? That means you get that money back in some way, shape, or form. If it's not all of it, it's a percentage. So don't be bamboozled by companies being like, we're donating $250,000, which is nothing to them, okay? Mm. That's somebody's salary on a mid-level management, all right? Don't be surprised when you see that. Sometimes marketing and advertising 
can blind us from the truth. Don't be blinded by the truth. As I say all the time, do your own research. Get your, you know, get to your own conclusions, because then you'll feel better about the, the determinations and the decisions that you're making. You know, I was reading NAACP will say if they want something from a company, they will have their people boycott the company and force them to settle lawsuits. Huh. If that ain't the biggest scam in the world. Yeah. So, you know, when when they went to, to, to Sesame Place and you saw those little girls being discriminated oh. by, by Bert and Ernie. <laughs> and Sesame Place was about to be was about to be sued or they're they being sued they, they, to keep it out of the media. That's a hustle move. That's what that is. I'm not saying them little kids weren't discriminated against, but I'm saying them lawyers that came in to get them discriminations. It's a hustle move. Mm. Don't be fooled by any of this. Keep your eyes open. And and Ty, as I always say, stop saying you woke when y'all fucking still sleep. <laughs> stop yeah. saying you woke when you still sleep. I say stay mm. up. Don't sleep in your dreams. And I really mean that. Only time I'm sleeping is the time that I'm sleeping. But don't act like you up and woke and you being like, yeah, well, you know, I know what's going on. It's all a conspiracy. They trying to expose you like, no, it's paper. It's facts. It's documents that show that this is what's going on. Mm -hmm. You know, I love I love my black people. But as Lucy say, fuck my black people. I'm tired of being a public defender for black people. <laughs> Absolutely. Shit. <laughs> I'm not my brother's keeper. Okay. Tired of defending them, man. Tired of defending these people. Listen, it's a, it's a tough job, but somebody got to do it, Ty. Somebody got to do it. We got to talk yeah. some sense into them first. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, we're all still learning. We're, we learn something new every day. You know, we learn something new every day. None of us are perfect. People make mistakes. But end of the day, like, we got we to gotta find a way to make this better for us. I love y'all. I love all the listeners. I love the family. I love the team. Thank y'all for listening all the time. Thank y'all for listening to all the new podcasts that we put out. Go check us out on iTunes. Check us out on iPodcast. I think that's what it's called. Anyway, Google Podcast, Spotify, all those iHeartRadio. Go check us out. We have so many episodes out there for you. We cover topics very sim not similar to this, but we cover topics that are definitely important to you. I just definitely want to thank y'all for the continuous love, continuous support. We're going to continue this to go. Love y'all so much. Lucy, say what's up to the people before we dip. It was a great conversation, y'all. I hope you guys opened your eyes. I know I'm woke. I ain't oh, sleep. I ain't sleeping. I ain't going to sleep. Right. Ty? Yeah. Listen, next Saturday, come down to the Delaware River, and you can see Reverend CC Chicken Wing from Chicken Bone Beach Ministries Walk on Water. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. Thank y'all so much. Appreciate y'all love. We're going to keep this thing going. Remember, family, you can call us with your comments and questions at 844-844-1244. Again, that's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. It's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. And again, family, remember, as, as we, even though the other day Biden said we ain't in a listening, you know, you know, you're gonna wear a mask, wear a mask, make sure you wash your hands. If you gotta practice social distancing, please do. You know, people still nasty and grimy. But please remember to tell your friends and your family that you love them because you never know when you might get another chance. I'm Jimmy Bonds for my team, Ty, Sister Lucy. Yeah, y'all much. We out. Peace. All right.
Fam, that's going to wrap the show. We want to thank you for listening to Jimmy Bond's podcast on Philadelphia Radio. We ask you to leave your comments and questions at 844-844-1244. Again, that's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. That's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. Now, remember, family, we are still in a COVID-19 pandemic. So please, please, please remember to wash your hands, wear a mask, and practice social distancing. Also, remember to take nothing for granted and value every opportunity you have with your friends, your family, and your loved ones. For in these times, every moment is sacred. So until the next episode, you can find me on Good Hope Road, screaming, stay up, don't sleep in your dreams. I'm Jimmy Bonds, and I'm out. Fight on. Come on. Fight on.